Fun Box. It's the Fun Box Podcast. Fun Box Podcast. Oh, Fun Box Podcast. Fun Box Podcast. Fun Box Podcast. Fun Box Podcast. It's the Fun Box Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Fun Box Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Webb. Straight out of Vermilion, Ohio. If you haven't already, subscribe and click that notification bell. (laughs) Also, first and foremost, I do want to thank everybody that has subscribed to the YouTube channel. I think it's 128 now. Damn. And uh, that's not that bad for just me and my stupid garage doing stupid stuff. So thank you so much. I have a lot of different guests coming up. Uh, Coming up soon... If something changes, sorry, but yeah, this is what it is. If if I get ghosted or somebody doesn't show up, that's not on me. But Chris Sickles next Friday, uh, Mike Long next week, uh, Claire Montgomery is coming on, and I'm going to do a, a song with Dave McNary as well. I got Matt Kelm on, on the list and uh, Sinatra once again. So check that out. I don't know what else to say. I, I see a lot of YouTube people... Uh, uh, they have like a spiel, and I haven't picked it up yet. But uh, anyway, today my guest is uh, a f- really good friend of mine. I was in his wedding, <laughs> and uh, biggest uh, wedding party of the century. Oh yeah, we went to Vegas. His name <laughs> is Brian Bond. Everybody, Hello, hey, 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 how's it going? So, Brian, um, are you okay to talk about Fenibut Fenibute? Yeah. Yep. Fenibute. Can you tell me what? You have a more clear vision or a more uh, uh, rounded out explanation of what Fenibit is. Tell me and the people out there what Fenibit is. Uh, Fenibut or Fenibut. Uh, I've heard it pronounced both ways. It's like P-H... P-H-E-N-I-B-U-T. Okay, yeah. What is that? Um, it is a, I guess you considered a... a Designer drug? I don't know. It's it's legal. It's completely yeah. legal. Um, it's and basically like I don't know how to explain it. Um, what it does in your brain is it increases uh, GABA B, which alcohol does a very similar thing. Um, it's somewhat of a uh, I don't want to not. It's like an anti anxiety medication kind of but it's more like almost like alcohol without the stupid right <laughs> if you get what i'm saying it uh it does the uh similar effects uh social uh interactions are a lot easier right uh, i the, did it before i have have had it what's i don't know what the shelf life is but i still have like a little pouch of it i'm not sure what it is and i got either. it like i got it when i was living in the apartment so it's, I've had it for five years. <laughs> I don't know. How, like, I don't know how long it lasts. Might want to Google that. I don't know. But dude, I moved in here at the end of 2015, dude. Yeah, that's yeah. insane. Yeah, I know. That's wild. It's oh, fucking five. Dude, years. I've been here long enough for somebody their whole high school career. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if I like that at all. I don't like the way time is just flying by. But yeah, I had a pouch of fenibut. Yeah. Fenibut, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to say Fenibut. Okay. It just feels better yeah. on my tongue. Cool. I feel like I'm like uh, saying something from Star Trek if I say Fenibut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Stardate 2.0. Yeah. 
205 for Fanny Butte uh, consumption uh, consumption log, log three three <laughs> whatever captain's log no but uh it's uh super fun in uh moderation just like anything else and uh i'm enjoying the shit out of it yeah i i uh it does give me a, a boost of confidence mm-hmm. um from what i understood it was kind of like that chemical that alcohol produces in your brain Without the um, handicap that alcohol gives you, yeah, like the, that's a I'd say probably yeah. the best description. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't, it gives you all the the confidence without the you know falling down and making an ass of yourself. Well, I mean, is, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure it can fucking get there, right? <laughs> Especially if you uh, take it and drink on it a lot. You might fucking get arrested, but yeah, hey, for sure. That's just with anything, right? Absolutely. This is uh, but yeah, dude. Thank you so much for coming on, dude. Thanks for having me, man. It was a real relaxed evening. Um, yeah, I uh, lost my wallet this morning. I told you about that earlier. Yeah, yeah. I lost my wallet. Uh, turns out it was in my gig bag with all my cords and cables from playing out, and uh, don't know why I put my wallet in that like. <laughs> but going to work knowing that you don't have your wallet it's the worst feeling oh God. and you can't do nothing about it yep you just like, gotta oh, yeah today is gonna suck just seething about <laughs> it wondering where it could be figuring out well I don't wanna cancel my card if I know where it's at right and then I find it and realize I have to redo everything with my card you know mm-hmm. all the all the payments all the auto pays yeah everything <laughs> fucking yep so you got to give it that like two day period, like where oh God, it's got to be somewhere, right, man? But yeah, uh, found it, and that's good. And it's weird because like if if I was to report a missing wallet to like the the police, I'd have to <laughs> I'd have to explain this. Oh yeah, lick, <laughs> oh yeah, it's a wallet that says "lick my balls," lick my balls. Rick. It was a it was a gift from a friend, and uh, it's a good wallet. I uh, yeah, molds good. It it it, it fits real durable and practical, but it like has this guy on it. And every time I pay for something, I just feel like I have to hide it. I have to cover up the middle fingers and the lick my balls because I don't want to have to explain it. It's like, well, you know, I'm not really a a bad guy. Uh, I'm not, I wouldn't tell anybody to lick my balls like randomly. Like old, like you wouldn't want to have to pull it out for the collection plate, or right? Yeah, <laughs> at church it comes around, <laughs> yeah. and uh, Sister Mary Clarence <laughs> is sitting next to me. <laughs> oh, good Lord, have mercy! <laughs> but yeah, today we're just gonna—I don't know, man. I was thinking about like going over like YouTube videos, and uh, I really don't have anything. We could just bullshit about anything, really. But yeah, Brian's a longtime friend. Uh, he's a producer. He's also in the band Truth Monster. Yeah. You guys know he drums for them. He produced their album. It just yep. came out. Just dropped Check on it Spotify, out. all types of social media. All your streaming services. Yeah. yeah, you really can. Just look up Truth Monster, and you will find it. Check it out. Um, uh, it's amazing. I played the whole, whole album twice at work. People love it. Nobody really... Uh, has anything to say bad about it it's just jam 
It's yeah. jams. And I actually uh, was listening to Marilyn Manson. I texted you about this. I was like, yeah. man, you got to play the fight song. It's yeah. so Truth Monster-esque. I don't know if you listened to it. No, I did. After, after you texted me, I did. Obviously, there's things you guys would do differently. Right. Like, there's like this, like this, like pow, this thing that, that Marilyn Manson does with his music, but... um in the way he sings and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think if you guys brought it down to your like niche, it would, cause it reminds me a lot of the different things that you guys do. Right. It's got the, it has a like real driving fucking driving groove. Riffs. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Now there were like there's a lot of stuff that he did, and then I was like the drug song. I don't like the drugs, drugs but, but the drug. Yeah, there's like a real boom. Mm-hmm. It's like real a funky groovy. little fucking yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, his stuff is hot, man. No, and I I appreciate that shit too because uh, it's stuff like that that you might not ever think yourself, you know. And then you could fucking dive into that. Yeah, the and then you're like, is, oh shit, that's actually a pretty cool cover we came up with. The only thing know? is, is like I know Don plays guitar and he works his vocals around what he can do. Right. And uh, Marilyn Manson's uh, unique because he doesn't have to play an instrument. Right. He's performing and everything that he does is uh, in reaction to what the guitar player is in. And he could do these things while the guitar is doing right. certain things. So right. I could tell, I could see if Don or whoever has a, which I commend like somebody like James Hetfield. For being, oh, able, being to able to do the do stuff that, that he oh, does shit, yeah. while singing, absolutely, man. And uh, but a lot of the times you see these guys that play guitar at the same time, you wouldn't even know if they're just so good at it. You wouldn't know that they're also playing guitar right, with it. Right. And uh, um, I know I know some people just have the way they the funk around it, and like they'll do a riff. Right, yeah. And they like sing around their guitar. Mm-hmm. And then some people are like, down, and they're able to They're like, able to just fucking do it at the same time, like nothing's, yeah. nothing else is going on. What I always thought was cool is when people sang exactly, like Don will do this every now and then, and like you hear it in like classic rock, and a lot of people do it, they'll sing the melody along they'll play the melody along with their voice like and they're yeah. singing along and i'm like that is so hard to do like if you ever tried to do that or i suck at guitar so i can't even like right i know what you're saying i i've played guitar for a while too and i fucking suck at it. especially since i've been playing the drums man i i don't play guitar as much i feel like a fucking noob right play i mean don't get me wrong i can still fucking do it but, dude, uh, guitar guitar has been such a means to an end for me. Just like to get the track done and get the song done. Right, chords, 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 and more chords. That's all I know is chords. I suck at lead. I never advanced. I plateaued pretty much on guitar. I've tried, but then my drive too to learn even more on the guitar is gone too. I I uh, I wish it wasn't like that, man. I really do. I really wish I had that drive to learn. But this is my drive again. Like this is another thing that I'm doing that's like really driving me. Even if it's a local community driven podcast, it's still something that I mean, it's like I get like happy and excited while yeah. I'm at work and thinking about it, you know, yeah, oh my yeah. next guest, I gotta do this and I could uh and just having that mic in your face and the the headphones on, the whole thing, you know. I remember being a kid being like like oh that's your dream that's my dream I'd love to do that if only I could get a job doing that oh nowadays you could just do it just fucking do it <laughs> yep it's awesome man 2020 
2020. It up. Yeah. Yeah. We, people can do whatever they want now. And uh, the the practicality of things and with apps and things is getting so easy to do stuff. There's going to be soon, since podcasting is so big, like I guarantee a podcast, and I, they probably have it already, podcasting apps to make it, you could record on here, or multiple tracks, put in your right. mixer here, and then right. broadcast here. And then... Once you hit submit, it goes all to all places, Spotify, this and that. You don't have to do anything anymore. No work is necessary, and uh, it's accessible to everybody. Still to not, still now with podcasting, you kind of have to kind of uh, be well-versed on how you get your, 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 your shit out to the- Yeah, your episodes out. Right. On different platforms. Like, I just found out what an RSS feed, I talked about that. Yeah. But RSS feed, what is that? <laughs> and now there's a bunch of YouTube videos telling you about it. And like, oh, this is what you got to do. You'll get a lot more views with, with this. And uh, anyway, it's a, it's a learning process for sure, man. And this is, uh, even with music, it's like cooking. It's, uh, you never stop. Yeah, absolutely, man. Sometimes you add too much salt. Sometimes you don't add enough salt. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, fucking, I kind of plateaued on the guitar, too. Like, got to the point where it was like, Ugh. I was lucky enough to, you know, Don came home from the military, wanted to jam, and I had yeah. decided to buy a drum set, and that was like a whole, that kind of got me back into the flow of wanting to play music again, you know, or like uh, yeah. getting excited about it again, right. you know. And uh, what a fucking challenge, though, I'll tell you yeah. what. Uh, there's a lot of people that are just drummers that always say, I don't know how you can play guitar, man. I don't know. Drumming is oh yeah, way, it's, uh, way more intense. Yeah, it's uh, as far as uh, how much muscle you have to use. Yeah. And, and you got to incorporate that. Worked, how quickly you lose it, too, if you don't keep yeah, doing yeah, you it. Yeah, keep doing it. Um, like uh, anything, like uh, working out. Um, I uh, realize with a lot of drummers, and you see people that do some intricate th- things, even with not just with drumming, like heavy metal guitar playing or heavy music in general, it seems like I was never able to fully perform that because I always tried. It sounded so heavy that I would play heavy and I would. Right. But there's like this weird relaxed funk groove, this uh, technique that people fall into easily. And they're able to perform these things where you're playing the most melting face thing ever, but you have to kind of like relax with it in a sense yeah and i see a lot of people with heavy drums that do that too you know it's like you almost have to relax like brian hanselick from critic city mm-hmm. i played some of their stuff brian with yeah brian hanselick critic city i've i've asked brian about having him on the podcast yeah i know i'm like a nobody right now i think that's what it is it's like i was uh, like man it's so hard to get people to come on when you're like I'm kind of you. I kind of want you to, people to come on for so I could get some views. But it's all it's all give and take relationship yeah. with this podcast thing. Because I'm thinking, uh, if anything, I could help Critic, Critic City out here in the weird uh, rural right. areas of, right. of, of uh, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the same time, I don't know. It, it take it's cutting into their time too, and they want to make it worth it. But no, yeah, he hasn't gotten it. back to me yet. But hopefully. They will, and I'd love to have either just Brian Hanselak or anybody from that band on. Uh, I wear their merch every now and then, Absolutely. and uh, I've uh, the episode eighteen or seventeen with JB Baldwin. I 
we we uh, kind of commentated on their uh, their Billie Eilish cover, which fucking slays. Oh man, they did a great job with the video and everything. It was like. I was like, holy shit, you guys are really doing it now, huh? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I actually heard them get, they got a shout out at the Midnight Train podcast I just got hip to, and uh, that's done by John Sayer, and uh, he's uh, the lead singer of Erase the Grave from back in the day. I don't know oh, if yeah, you I remember. remember them. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, now they do a podcast called The Midnight Train based out of uh, I don't think North Olmsted or Olmsted Falls. I can't remember, but Cleveland-based, and uh, they... Uh, they're friends with Critic City as well, and he's still in. He does a race the great stuff, and he has another project. I can't remember what it is, but his name's Jonathan Sayer. He's the lead singer. He's the host of the Midnight Train. And if you guys want to get hip to that, that's pretty cool. With uh, they talk about the dark stuff, but in a light form. Right. Like they make fun of it, and like, but not making fun of it, but they joke with it. And uh, they're not. They're, they're not cold, like hard believers in the paranormal or the pseudoscience. Right. But they talk. That's what the main format is it's like that's what they talk about so uh i love that shit dude i can't get enough of i've check it out i've had too many like weird unexplainable experiences to just disregard the the unexplained so that's a cool podcast it's local and uh support your local podcast ladies and gentlemen please do but yeah they shouted them out and played some critic city songs i was like hell yeah man it's a small world sure is but yeah, I wanted to show you, uh, Brian, I wanted to show you Tyler, the creator. He right. he made an acceptance speech after he won the Grammys. Okay. And uh, it had to do with him being labeled as the best rap album of the year. Okay. And uh, I have, I'm not familiar For with Igor the- Igor or whatever? Is that I'm the, not sure. I, think I'm, I know that was, the, I think, his most recent album, I think. But he kind of gave a backhanded compliment to the, to the Academy- um, you'll see what I'm talking about. Okay. We could discuss what he go, what he covers here. Uh, I don't know. My mom was choking me, so <laughs> that's pretty much all I remember. Let's rewind that. Sorry. Oh, it is the uh, beginning. I don't know. My mom was choking me, so <laughs> that's pretty much all I remember. And then I guess can you go and do? You know, in recent days, there's been a lot of news about the voting process at the Grammys. Has any of that affected the way that you're looking at winning this award today? Uh, I'm half and half on it. Um, on one side, I'm very grateful that uh, what I made could just be, you know, uh, acknowledged in a world like this. Um, but also, it sucks that whenever we, and I mean guys that look like me, do anything that's genre-bending or that's anything they always put it in a rapper urban category which is and i don't like that urban word it's just a politically correct guys like me he's talking about being a black guy right. way to say the n-word to me so when i hear that i'm just like why can't we just be in pop why can't it just, you know what i mean so I, I, oh you're saying people that call it urban it, it it's another it's a political correct of saying the n-word, the n-word. Gotcha. i felt like half of me feels like the the rap nomination was a backhanded compliment like oh uh my little cousin wants to play the game let's give him the unplugged controller so he could shut up and feel good about it that that's what it felt like a bit Mm. but another half of me is very grateful that the art that i made could be acknowledged on a level like this when i don't do the radio stuff i'm not played in target i'm in a whole different world than what a lot of people here listen to so i'm grateful and like eh. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, that was pretty much what I wanted to cover okay. there. Um, 
I don't know what to think about that because he's saying urban music and rap music. Um, I've listened to his stuff. I would definitely refer to it as an urban music. Uh, there's also country music. Are you saying country music is just uh, white trash people? Right. right, yeah. Like, I don't really understand what he's saying. Like, urban, there's a lot of that dr- bass-driven, like, sample beat type stuff, mm-hmm. right? Right. I and would... that came from an urban category. What do you think? Ah, man. I know what he's trying to say. Like, maybe he thought his record wasn't rap or hip hop? Yeah, that's what I'm guessing is like to him it was different than something he's done in the past, which I would assume I, to me his previous stuff was and I did listen I haven't listened to everything in Igor, which I'm guessing he's getting I, I don't even know this for sure, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh I don't know that that's what he's accepting the award for. I it could I mean, it's 2020 Grammys, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, it's pretty recent. And uh this that was definitely different than anything he's done before. Um, it still was like uh, uh, electronically produced and stuff like that, sample based. I, I I could be wrong. They could have played all the instruments. I, I don't know, yeah. but he did like singing and stuff on it. So I think that it was a little bit outside of what he had done in the past, and maybe he was hoping to get recognition for that. As its own thing, maybe? Well, I don't know what you call it, because even in the Grammys, everything has a genre. Everything has a category. Right, right. So what would you do? You can't put it in the country category. It's true. He was yeah. saying pop. I think he said pop but category. I, he, I, he would prefer to pop, but you got to understand. From what, I, from what I did listen to, I could see why it would be a pop. Oh, yeah, but you're competing against powerhouse singers like let's imagine mariah carey i don't know who who's popular now right right but let's say mariah carey won the pop thing and he won uh, a rap thing okay it's like sorry man mariah carey got the pop thing because she's a pop diva and been pop doing diva pop. yeah so you're battling with these women and like dudes that are like six packs and Beautiful hair. It makes me wonder if he would have been more okay with losing in the pop category than winning yeah. in the hip hop or right. would urban it, category. That's what I want. I wish somebody would ask him that. Like, would you have been? Would you have been okay with losing, losing in the pop category in the pop, to a pop diva or somebody who's been doing nothing but pop their entire career? Because yeah. it, it's it, he can't be pop because a lot of people don't know. Really, who Thailand the creator is, and uh, if you do, you he's, know. Well, he's fairly popular, I, I would say, in underground uh, people that are digging uh, for music uh, know it. Uh, I I know uh, even Travis Paluch, who listens to a lot of the uh, kraut rocky psychedelic stuff, is also really into Tyler the Creator too. Right. Um. So I know that it. It goes outside of your typical urban listener. Uh, I guess that's the the only question that I would have for him. Like, would you have been okay losing in the pop category? Like, not even nominated in this category and lost in the pop category to somebody yeah. who clearly is doing pop. Yeah, because I guess said, it would just be a conversation to have. You know? Yeah, like a half of them is happy. But it's just to me to be acknowledged like and recognized. You're always actually won, right? Though. And 
I mean, he is. Yeah, that's true too. I, I he's, don't know. He has his right to feel the way he does. I mean, Absolutely. I'm not saying it's wrong. You no, feel, no. Everybody, he feels that way, and that's just. I think it's interesting to talk about as far as like what is because he thinks urban music is kind of a backhanded racist thing to say, but that's just urban. Like I would say anybody doing track samples would be urban. Right. Like or any, I don't care what color you are. Yeah, I agree. And like country music, uh, Darius Rucker did a country record. Right. He's a black man. Right. And, and, and it's, uh, it's country. Uh, the, the old town road, or like, I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road. I'm gonna right. ride till I can't no more. I got the horses in the bag. Horse luck is attached. It was a country record, right? So, I just don't get his outlook on it, and um, he won. Didn't they? But I guess that's what it is. That's kind of punk rock of him to do that. Whatever, and I'm all about it. Didn't you know? they push Old Town Road out of the country charts? Though wasn't there At like first, a, there was there was a thing about? I think that? it was too like once you put like an 808 sub kicker in there or something. Yeah. I think it kind of ruins. Well, that's bullshit too because I've heard plenty of yeah, exactly recent. Yeah. No, white, it's a country record for white sure. White people doing this pseudo country that's straight up 808 yep. hi hat sample. You yep. know, it sounds like a hip hop record. Well, they brought it back into the country light because uh, uh, Billy Ray Cyrus got on the track. Ah, okay. And I, uh, I that's kind of bullshit too. Though. It is bullshit. <laughs> that's, it's kind of just let it go. Uh, it's kind of I look at it the same way as I I would see like uh, I don't know like the way people look at the NFL or I I really don't know I really don't know who's in charge of what I don't know why that would have been because you could tell it's the twangy like doom jing right. doom, doom that everybody loves in country it's a, nowadays it's a nine inch nails sample. Yeah, that song. The wow. Old Town Road. It's a Nine Inch Nails. No way. Sample. Yep, that's a. Yep, that whole boom. I did not know that. Boom, 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 boom. That's going on Old Town Road. It's a Nine Inch Nails song. Oh my god! That they sampled and used for that track. Did he? Did Nine? Did Trent Reznor get any recognition for Fuck, that? Fuck, I'm sure. Yeah. I, I mean, did, I haven't heard about any lawsuits, so I'm sure. I mean, that's like one of the most popular fucking songs of the entire tour. It's interesting. Yeah, when. When things are trademark or copywritten, and when things aren't, I don't know. I'm always just waiting till somebody says, "Nope, you can't do that." And then it's like, "All right, I guess I can't." All right. Otherwise, because I know Beastie Boys were the first group to ever get sued by tracking and sampling, mm-hmm. and uh, then I heard twelve seconds is the most you could use, or eight seconds, or something. But the reason why they get hit because they use that loop, and it's a prolonged. Uh, extension of it and it's pretty much the riff going and continuous uh, and uh, like I used not even 12 seconds though I used like not even 5 seconds of on a YouTube uh, oh and it got shut down it got shut down it was uh, Sweet Home Chicago by the Blues Brothers <laughs> and all I played was come on baby don't you wanna go and it faded out. Done. That's all I did. Damn. And they wouldn't upload my fucking video publicly. I have to be super unprofessional right now. You got to poop? I've got to... 
piss so bad. Oh, pee? I'm going to piss right outside your door. Yeah. I'm super sorry about that. It's fine. Go but ahead. But I'm, I'm fucking dying here. I feel like I can't even like concentrate on anything. No, yeah, do it. Do it. I'm, I'm, pee. I see people do that a lot in I'm like sorry podcasts. About that. People do that all It's a podcast. It's supposed to happen. <laughs> you got like the two, two locks you got to do. But yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, let's watch the rest of this uh, clip here. Uh, from Fox News Entertainment. What's up? What's happening? So, this is obviously your city. We see you running around the city all the time, oh, up, yeah. up and down Fairfax. You're one of the few artists that's visible. And obviously, today is a tragic day for not only for LA, but for everybody in general. We just want to get your thoughts on the passing of Kobe Bryant and obviously his daughter. Man, the, the, that news was, was heavy, especially just being in L.A. and just being here at the Staples Center. And w within, within a short period of time between him and Nipsey, and if you're from Los Angeles and depending on what sector you're in, like that shit is really, really heavy. So we, we took an L tonight, and rest in peace to Kobe, that hurt, but also we took a win. Just Rest in peace, Kobe. Being from Los Angeles. Black Mamba. And taking that home, so... It, it's mixed emotions, but uh, yeah, pretty much. Appreciate the time, bro. Great. Good? Right there, yeah, that was it. But yeah, man, uh, the Kobe thing also. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, this is kind of late on the on this now. It's kind of the door has closed, has closed on yeah. that whole thing. You can kind of talk about it still, I guess. Yeah, I... Uh, Made a joke, and I talked to you a little bit about it. And this is to anybody else that's out there uh, that uh, locally, people that are friends with me or were friends with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I made a joke. I said, uh, oh, it looks like LeBron, or no, it looks like Kobe couldn't uh, handle the fact that LeBron passed him, you know, in the points. Right. And uh, that was before I knew anything else happened, you know. And I just... Felt I had to jump on it, you know. There's like two hour like window for right. comic value, and everybody was thinking it. I mean, I think I would. I think. thought about that exact same thing ten times before I even saw that you posted that. <laughs> like I was like, uh, he was like, I couldn't take. <laughs> yeah, and somebody uh, posted. Uh, he's like, no, he uh, Kobe congratulated LeBron in a tweet, and I'm like, yeah, I know, I saw that. I follow Kobe on Every, tweet. Well, everybody, that, that, well, that. That almost solidifies the fact that it was a joke. Yeah, even exactly. More. Like, yeah, come I on. I mean, a it was quick. I'll give you that. Yeah, I think people uh, blocked me and unfriended me. I wow. had one person block me. That fucking kills me. You know, that's that's the whole reason I got off social media, man. And I'm not Mr. Everybody should get off social media or anything like that. I'm not I'm preachy about that at all. Yeah. Just a personal thing yeah. myself. But people live in that world way too much, man. It yeah. kills me. It just kills me. Because realistically, if the people who unfriended you or blocked you or whatever saw you in public, in real life, face-to-face, -face, yeah. and you said that joke, it would have been a passing comment. It would have been a like fucking, oh, Rob Con, too soon, dude. Yeah, too soon. And it would have been water under the bridge. Yeah. The night would have continued. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That shit just fucking kills it's me. It's interesting. Like, it's crazy. I, there's got to be a weird psychological experience. Everybody's got to be a martyr these days, you know? Yeah. Like, um, 
there's no inflection with texting even. Uh, when you see just words, uh, it almost gets to a point where fuck typing and doing, you just, just post videos on everything that you say. Right. So you could see, which I do like the GIFs when you, you could like post a GIF to show your expression. Um, but even then, people use those wrong. And right. like, like they're not what you would really be conveying. Like you could say, uh, what is that one thing? It was uh, uh, Key and Peel did uh, a skit about it. Um, uh, it was, uh, yeah, here we go. I don't think I'll get, who knows. Whatever. We'll see. We'll see if I get docs for this. But this is what I'm talking about. The way people read texts. Are we on for tonight? Jeez. What? You can't catch me. You can't catch me. I'm Lance Moore. Touchdown, bitch. What? Pause. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shoot. Keegan's been texting me. Sorry, dude. Missed your texts. I assumed we'd meet at the bar. Whatever. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, dude. Missed your texts. I assumed we'd meet at the bar. Whatever, I don't care. Whatever, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is his problem? (laughs) Do you even want to hang out? Do you even want to hang out? Oh. Let's consider it. <laughs> like I said, whatever. Like I said, uh. whatever? Fuck this guy! <laughs> Jesus, you are fucking priceless. Aww. Like he's reading it on right. his You're own. You're the one who's fucking priceless? Both of them are <laughs> <It's> <laughs> fucking they're in their awesome. whole it's own good. world. This it's good. motherfucker right here. <laughs> oh, he wants to... Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> You want to go right now? Huh. Guess I could do that. <clears throat> okay. Okay, let's go. <laughs> okay, let's go. All right, you know what? You know what? You want to really do this now? Keegan, you nut. You're not putting me out. Fuck yeah, let's do it. Oh, you fucking asshole. First round's mine. Oh, no. Oh, no, there ain't going to be no rounds, asshole. It's going to be a fucking street fight. This son of a... No. Buddy, like I said, first round's mine. A beer and a gimlet for my partner, Ray. What's that? Uh, I, I, I got you a baseball bat with nails in it. For my post-apocalyptic Jackie Robinson costume. How did you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, post-apocalyptic Jackie Robinson costume. How did you know? That's why I I don't have a like an Instagram account personally, but uh, have one for the band and whatnot. And I actually don't mind Instagram because of that fact. It's a lot of people just posting videos and and pictures of their art or whatever the case. Yeah, but and and don't get me wrong, there are opinions thrown about there too. It's not like you can't just put text on there. You can, 
but a lot of people don't. And I think that it's a much better platform than Facebook, especially because a lot of it is text and opinion and and yeah. whatnot, it, which is one of the main reasons I got off uh, Facebook was because I didn't like the fact that I would see somebody's post and then think about it subconsciously yeah, you would, you would the next time I saw it. them in person. Right. You get what I'm saying? And like, even if what they were saying couldn't be conveyed any other way than they put it. Yeah, because I, I even, still was like... I've even at bars have uh, gotten drunk and, you know, just real comfortable and then went to somebody totally disagreed with something I said and we had like a little... Not argument. A little spat on the internet there. Like, yeah, this is like what I think, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I came up, like, listen, man, I just want to let you know, man, everything is all cool. I hope you don't look anything weird about me, about, you know, my opinions and stuff online, you know, because we don't, a lot of you don't, a lot of times we don't get face to face. But at least I do that to some people because if I think that way in any slightest bit, somebody else has to. Because there's so many times where I'm thinking, I grew up not saying things, and I should have just said what I was feeling because a lot of times, like when the teacher goes in school, the teacher goes, "Oh, if you have any questions, raise your hand." And and I always had questions, right. you know, right. and I just didn't want to raise my hand. And then somebody that was more popular and more accepting socially than me right. raised their hand and asked the exact same question I would have asked. Right, and uh, I I just learned to kind of like voice say what i mean and uh all i'm saying is if i'm feeling it i there's got to be somebody else has got to be feeling that so i want to like definitely uh wipe the slate clean or just uh any kind of like weird uh feeling somebody might have towards me with what i posted to let them know that listen that's just facebook I would say the same thing to you to your face, and this is just all in calm, collective manner. You know, this is Facebook. It's hard to get that inflection right. across. And uh, a lot of times, I'd just be like, "Hey, man, you know, just want to let you know my Facebook personality. It's like, you know, it's a lot of puke and like purging, like right. Sunday hangover purging. Purging, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I'm like, screw this. Nope, nope. Uh, Everything ten, sucks. Ten pounds of nope in a five pound bag. Nope. Let me fucking tell you, you what I think about this. Let me tell this. you what I think about this. And it's not really, because I would tell you that to your face. I would. Right. Uh, I would say, this is this is what I say, but you're you're seeing my face, my inflection, and the my mannerisms of what I'm saying, and you would understand where I'm coming from. Even if you didn't agree with it, you would understand, okay, eh, this guy feels this way, and that's fine. Right. Online, it's easy to like battle it, and boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom. And I can I could say I do the same thing as far as like, would I be that vocal? to that guy in, in person well yeah yeah I, I i would i would be in a it would be a lot easier to understand it though uh, yeah, or absolutely. have a have a conversation about it like when you say fuck that on on when you read the words fuck that it's more then you're getting into fucking key and peel like, yeah it's fuck like what that? fuck that fuck what are you talking that? about even though i was like yeah fuck that you know it was it, blah, 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 fuck that right Right, you but you but when you're writing it out, you're saying it, right. so you have to write it out. Right. So fuck that, you know. Boom, right. boom, boom, boom. I uh, made a comment on uh, no everybody. People actually liked it. I like the Deftones group. I'm a I follow a Deftones Deftones group on Facebook, and uh, I made a comment. And people actually were digging it because um, I'm a big I'm a big Rage fan, but I hate how political they get. 
and uh, somebody posted. Uh, they went to a concert and they did like a. They didn't play and they did a protest and they all stood and on stage with their mouths duct taped with their fists in the air or whatever the fuck. Things written on their chest. I can't remember. Uh, what what am I gonna? Oh, where is it at? Uh, da, 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 da. This is how we fill the time when we're podcasting to not this make how we people. Do it. This is how we not get people to get bored right. while they're listening. Um, all right, somebody posted a thing. Imagine spending all that money on Rage Against the Machine tickets for them to just stand there silently and protest. And um, I know what they're all about. They're fucking communists. But anyway, <laughs> I was, uh, I was, uh, I made a comment. I was like, "Those guys are fucking insufferable communists that act like crying children when daddy goes to work to pay the bills." The tour is sponsored by Capital One or some shit. Bomb track is cool, and they make bangers that slap for sure. But fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was, I was surprised that eight people enjoyed it. The <laughs> 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 so Rage Against the Machine, Napalm Death, The Locust, and Air, Atari Teenage Ray are the biggest hypocrites in rock and roll history. But holy shit, do they make great music? And um, yeah, I was. Uh, what I'm saying is, like, they do a lot of do good charity work. They do. I mean, I, no, God, yeah, yeah, God yeah. bless them. I love Rage Against the Machine. I think that since uh, Tom Morello has a political science degree and he does not have an economics degree, which I think is necessary when you're talking politics. Yeah. Uh, very necessary. Yeah, I agree. One of the best, one of the best eco- economists in the world is a black man, Thomas Sowell. He's written many books. Um, and it's like the dialogue is, and he's a straight conservative. And it, I guess if you're one for trying to get your money right, I guess it's so now Kanye West, it's not so no surprise that he's a <laughs> conservative now. But when you're a guy that's trying to get his money right, yeah. You become like a, I don't know. Uh, I guess more uh, financially aware, fiscally aware fiscally. of what's going on. Right, and um, I think it's necessary. I, don't, I think Tom Morello needs to take an economist course. Um, he wants. He's like so far left. He says he's more far left than Hillary will ever be. And uh, he's so far left, he hates everybody in the political thing. And that's actually why I loved Rage because they are anti-establishment people. I'm all about. I'm all about power to the people. Yeah. But that's what kind of what it is, is that's what a republic really is, and a Democrat republic. It's um, you, it's, uh, it's a lot of the times it's like, really, I don't care. I, I care about me. And that's what America really is. I care about, I know that sounds selfish, but that's what America is. It's the individual, not, not a collective group. It's about 
the individual. It's not about identity politics and are you black, are you white, are you Hispanic, are you Latino, are, are you uh, Asian, uh, Oriental, whatever. I don't even. I don't know if no, Oriental's no. even like a thing anymore. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's not about are you gay, straight, uh, trans. They have so many marginalized groups that they they're like voices for that entire. Thing. And it's like, what about the individual in those groups? I've ne- I've seen many videos on blacks, uh, Hispanics, uh, transgender people that vote, you know, more right leaning, you know, right. And uh, they don't cover those people. Those are individuals because right. everybody's different individually. If you lock yourself into a group and that's your identity and you're like a hive mind like the Borgs and Star Trek. Right. Resistance is futile. <laughs> it's like to me, it's like, dude, I can't I can't live like that. I'm an individual. No. Yeah. Like I've had, people have unfriended me for saying I said uh uh, anybody that waves a Confederate flag is a tyrant. Go fuck yourself. You know? <laughs> and then in the same token, I'll say something like, uh, I'm pro life, you know? And they'll be like, Oh my God, you know, it's like pfft. Dude, I'm an individual. I think the way I think. I don't have like a category that I like. I like rest my. <laughs> I don't. I'm not a voice for the my people. I don't have people. Yeah, there you. You can't learn anything in an echo chamber, man. Yeah, yeah, you can't. You can't. And the only thing we can do, and that's why we have the states, is to they are like laboratories for ideas. And uh, you, uh, some states do one thing, and some states do another thing. And uh, federal government needs to just shut the fuck up and. Uh, uh, when it comes to the DEA, I say abolish that. That's a super liberal idea, too. Uh, and a lot of people would be like, what? What, uh, what are you yeah. talking about? And, and, and it's uh, it's wild, man. And the common American really does, It's it, they have their own individual thing. They're trying to feed their kids. Or they're trying to uh, go to work and make a living and make money. Yeah. You know, because that's important. You know, you got to do that. I care about me and my family more than anybody. Yeah, and right. Th- that's that's it. Yeah, when you make policy on empathy, um, I don't care about people in California, man. I don't. I don't care about people, honestly, in like Southern Ohio. I care about my community and my family most. My family most. I don't have a. Fa- I don't have like kids, but I. I say that my family when it comes to my siblings and right. No, no, yes. You know. Um, I care about them, my friends and family. Yeah. You know, uh, if anything, I want them to get all my money. Right. You know. Right. So it's like, and I want them to ride on the roads around here, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, I understand that we need to do things on a federal level for uh, uh, security Mm -hmm. and uh, our military is important, you know, and those are things that benefit everybody. And that's what I think a lot of people don't understand is that's what people vote on. And I'm not talking about a left or right issue. I'm talking about that's where people want their money to go. They want their money to go to something that's helping everybody, you know. And, uh, yeah, it's it's complicated. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love the people that want, like, the communism, like, mentality and the people that want that, I totally get it, man. And it might... No, I get it. I'm not... It might work in a really small group, but it can't work on a level of no, America. not that large. It's, it's the, huge. It, I can... I can... Uh, God, I'm a sympathetic individual, man. I understand that people are struggling. I understand that they're... Yeah, very... I'm very empathetic and sympathetic, yes. 100%, man. But at the same time... 
I do think about me and my own. Yeah, absolutely. More so, um, because that's that's my everyday deal. Like, I can't waste time and energy worrying about everybody else because I have a. Fu- I mean, I've got two kids now. I'm married. I've got. I'm building a friggin' family. Oh, we're good. Oh, just making sure. I got a family. I've got uh, shit really close to home that I have to worry about. I can't be worrying about everybody else. I can't. And it's not that I'm not sympathetic to people's uh, personal situations or whatever the case may be. Right. Um, I just, I know what day-to-day shit I live through, what I have to deal with on a day-to-day, and uh, that's what I'm thinking about. And I assume everybody else is too. I I mean, I, I, I hope. It doesn't seem that way, but uh, well, a lot of yeah, a lot of people they also they want they think uh, you're a bad person if you don't care about those people, and it's not it's not that, that you I don't, don't care, care about, about those people. you just care more about the people in your life. Absolutely, <laughs> I'm Why sorry. Wouldn't I? I know. I don't. Yeah, to me, I think everybody thinks that way. It's just you're. I think a lot of people are bullshitting. Oh, that's what I mean. I, I think, think that the biggest hypocrites, I think, are the people that claim that. They claim that because of their social media presence or whatever yeah. the fuck. All you got to do is hashtag me too or hashtag this, and that's then what, you're I absolved. Hate that shit. You're I hate absolved that shit. of anything. I hate social media posts about movements so much because I would say probably 75% of those people are not actually out there doing anything about it. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're thinking that their post and their hashtag is as much as they need to do. Here's a weird thing. Um Maryland uh uh what what is that city in Maryland they were like saying the president said it's in shambles and it's like how dare he say that about that city, you know? And then they interviewed a bunch of people and they're they're like, "Yeah, it sucks here. There's rats running around and um, a lot of people that are from the Republican Party or people that claim Republican Party went into the city and gathered up a bunch of people to clean and from out of town people that don't even live there and a lot of the people in the community were really happy about that and it was weird how people twist that to be like you're it's like you're you're doing something good to sh- to make us look bad. That's what they looked at it as. Right. And it's like, wow. Right. Wow, what a weird, weird way to twist that to your narrative. Mm-hmm. Like to something that is good, that is happening, you can't just accept it as good. I accept everything that is good. Like anything that's left wing or right wing. Uh, like I think everybody deserves a chance for anything and I'm just saying you're shooting yourself in the foot with that dialogue and people are going to be like, yep, fuck you. You're a weirdo. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen. And then Trump probably is going to grab 2020 again because I'm just saying my opinion, I look at it kind of like sports. I told you before, like I look at it kind of like sports, you know, and then you just see the, see the way things are going. Obviously anything can change. I didn't think he would win dude. No, in 2016. I didn't think Donald Trump would be president. No, I didn't either. Absolutely not. I didn't either. I, I would have put all my money, if I could, in my bank account on Hillary. Right. 
Yeah, I thought for sure too. Which wasn't that much money, but still. Right. <laughs> I would have put it all on Hillary. Everything I had, dude, totally thought she Hit had Vegas, it. see the yeah. odds, fucking. Well, she did get the popular vote, but the what what it's in, it's uh every state has to be represented equally and that's right. why yeah, it, yeah. that's why that exists. Yep. But anyway, um it was it was funny to see how many people don't want that uh the um the electoral college thing to exist anymore when this son of a bitch orange son of a bitch <laughs> gets president it's like well this is how it's always worked there's been a lot of times where republicans <laughs> have dominated the popular vote and democrats have won yeah it's just the way it happens you know and so it'd be bad for everybody if that if they were to get rid of the electoral college i was against it at first but i learned about it and uh that's what that's what makes america so good and to create, it makes more of these. Otherwise, you give federal government way too much power. Mm-hmm. If it, you get like New York and L.A., Chicago, and Atlanta, all these big metropolitan areas, all the power because they have the most people. Right. But what about Farmer Jack Joe that lives and he's employing his people? Like they want to raise it to fifteen hours, but in their community, uh, eight. Nine bucks an hour is just fine, right? Um, but they want to raise it up now. He's gotta gotta fire some people or right. you, uh, cut hours, and that's what Bernie Sanders actually did. His uh, his employers and his uh and his campaign were like, "Oh, we need we, we want fifteen bucks an hour," and he was like, "All right, I did it." And then he cut hours. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, that's exactly what's gonna happen. You, right. You're. You, you that, can only afford what you can afford. Yeah, like that. It, it's just. It's just interesting, and don't get me wrong. It's it's got to be. Everybody wants a perfect world. Even if the world was perfect, there's still going to be somebody that's going to be like the sun's too bright. Right. Uh, we need UV protection on all buildings. There's no such thing as a fucking perfect. perfect world. There's yeah. no way. It's yeah, subjective bullshit. So obviously, can we get better? Yeah, we can. Mm-hmm. Um, is it perfect? No. Uh, Honestly, I'm really happy. I don't have a lot of money. I'm I'm a happy guy. Yeah. So. No, I. I Do you have your you have two kids now. I have two kids now. I I'm perfectly okay with everything. Like I I don't. Yeah, have, you're actually a guy every- a guy I look up to a lot with you and uh, Amber and uh, Amber's his wife. Uh, I don't want to <laughs> shout out that shout out Amber Gilly on blast. shout out the the whole Gilly crew and the Youngstown crew Youngstown baby yeah you guys are very like a beacon for like uh, just what I think good family values are I think of what America is and you look at like picture perfect America I mean I'm just saying I know you and what where you're from. And right. uh, the hardships and adversities you've overcame, and uh, I used to say that you were uh, lucky for getting the job or lucky for being there, and it's not. You've worked hard for what you have, and that's important. I mean, uh, every anybody could. Uh, I, I, it, it's just interesting. Even billionaires, I've heard of billionaires have coming out of uh, the same position we are to mm-hmm. to be who they're going to be, and it's. Uh, and that's what America is. Anybody can do it. Uh, anybody can be president. Obviously, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, your 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 family. That is, was a, that was like the one thing that I took away from the Trump 
presidents or him being elected was like, well, this is wild, but it, it also breaks is, the mold. Breaks it. the mold of like people get out there and try because this dude fucking got in. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And the way I looked at it is like, you know how politicians can just be bought because they're not getting paid as much as a corporate guy, right? So, so I looked at it as he can't be bribed, right? I mean, there's no way. Well, I'm sure he, he could. Can. Uh, I there's no it's doubt in take my a lot more here, to bribe him. There's no doubt in my mind that he has some extra weird tendencies. Oh, uh, dude, somebody as far needs as, like, to ban power or like whatever yeah. that he could somebody cut his Twitter feed. By, like, cut his Twitter feed. He'll he he'll be fine. Right. Just cut his Twitter feed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or somebody like where's this like PR guy? Right. Like who's is who's the guy that's fucking hired to smack the phone out of his fucking hand? That's what Melania's job should be, but I don't even hey. think. Whoops. Yeah, I don't think Melania can read English text anyway. So it's like, oh gosh, she's yeah. like, what is this? What is this? Just look pretty. Just look. Hey, this is what I have to do. Look. Get pretty. your hair right. Get your hair right. Get your nails right. You're looking a little drab today. Put your makeup on. Put your makeup on. She's like stunning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's still like. He's like Will Ferrell and the other guys. It's like, you're looking a little drab. Right. right. You're, you're looking a little uh, under the water. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. like hot, and Mark Wahlberg's like, dude, what the, what the fuck? fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, like, where's Millennia at? Like, she's supposed to be that other half that's like, Trump, uh, Donald, don't post that. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. And a lot of times I'm like, I. I follow Donald Trump just because I want to be on the up and up. And uh, I'm like, is he really posting that or is somebody else doing it? I don't believe he's doing it. You think it's just somebody? I that, might think it's somebody else. Like it's uh How do you have time? In, in some way, you're, I mean, you're probably right because in some way it, uh, it garners attention to him, yeah. regardless of if it's positive or negative. The, the yeah. publicity, no good, nothing. Yeah, no, 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 no publicity. No bad, bad publicity. Yeah, publicity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 you know. Yeah, yeah, could be. Could very well like be. Like, I read him. I'm like, there's no... He Is he in the fucking <laughs> Air Force One doing... Like, tweeting this right now? <laughs> like, he has, like, documents to read and shit. Right. How is he tweeting? Right. You don't have anything better to do? If he <laughs> is tweeting this, if it's really him, it's like, fucking stop it. Hey. Dude. Tweet this. Hey. I'm the best. <laughs> we were talking about Joe Mester was on. And we were talking about uh, this is like an early podcast I did with him. He was talking about how um, the presidents have their own blood on their on their on their in their car in like a fridge. Really? In case they get shot or like they could like do blood really quick blood transfusions. Oh no shit! And I'm like, isn't isn't that weird that Trump has that? And I'm like, well, I think I heard a lot of presidents actually have that. I think every president nowadays has okay. has that. Right. He's like, it's but it's weirder that Trump has it. It's like, <laughs> I want my blood in a a, a fridge. The best blood ever, by the way. Um, you, in the best in, fridge. In the best fridge. You've heard it. I told you before. I'm telling you again. All the blood, complete disasters. My blood, the best. I want it right away. If I get shot, I want my own blood. My blood, and it's the best blood. <laughs> it's the best blood. AB positive. It's fucking whatever the fuck. It's Speaking red. of blood. The best red. And a, uh, types in general. 
I uh, just realized I've been lied to my entire life about my blood type. Just found that out. Why lie? Two weeks ago. Literally lied to? Yeah. Um, like they, I don't think like purposely or like. Uh, oh, so malintent. it's not really lying. It's uh, misinformed. Uh, misinformed. Yeah. yeah. Um, my mother told me that I had O positive blood my whole life, and I actually have A positive blood. Oh, yeah. I don't know what mine is. I just that you can get a thing off Amazon, test your blood, give yourself a little. Well, maybe I do. Oh, you have to prick yourself. You can do the like the uh, the same thing you do for diabetic. Uh, for checking your yeah. blood sugar or whatever. Yeah, just light prick. You, but you take your blood and you put it in four things and blah, 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 and it shows you. And yeah, A positive. Because the weirdest thing was first kid came out A positive. Well, Amber has O positive, and what yeah. I thought, I had O positive. So if you have two O positive people making children, you're going to have O positive children no yeah, matter what. no matter what. Well, it usually takes the, the father. Right. Yeah. So kid comes out a positive i look at my wife like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> just kidding i was like whoa that's weird they must have got the her fuck? what the fuck gators bitches always be wearing jimmies i walked right out of the delivery room <laughs> <laughs> he's like your kid's like half black. ain't mine <laughs> told you i had the bitch on tight baby <laughs> what the fuck no uh so it was always like a, a like oh shit that's wild I, I and we were and then a couple of weeks ago we were like let's solve this fucking mystery let's get it out of the way and yeah a positive blood wild different uh, I I uh, changed my entire outlook on life <laughs> <laughs> entire outlook on life everything is uh, everything's a lie everything watch out. Watch out! They're coming to get you. Yeah, I woke up. I woke up in cold sweats. <laughs> Good thing I looked at our uh, timeline of what I'm doing. I almost ran out of time, and then it'll stop recording. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I gotta pull this like far, man. But mm. well, we've been doing this for about an hour now. Okay, that's right. not bad. It goes by so fucking yeah, fast, goes dude. Quick, goes quick, man. You start chatting it up. You know what's interesting? Um, my mother hasn't seen any of these podcasts, obviously. If she would, she would not. Wouldn't be into it at all. Agree. So I tell people when they disagree with me and they get mad, it's like, dude, my own mother. Right. Like, I probably agree with you more than my own mother. And, and I love my mother to death. And me and my mother are okay. And we're okay. <laughs> right. It's like. Come on now. Yeah, that kind of like really does like, it's like done. It's done. That it's fine. Right. Everything is fine. You know what I mean? And uh, I want to. I want to say that to everybody that disagrees with me on anything. It's like, hey, dude, man, my mother doesn't like my shit either. <laughs> yeah, she we're cool. I don't think my mom. My mom's never seen me play live. Right. She's never, um, obviously seen me just land an f bomb. She's never seen you like uh, inject a fucking syringe into your arm. Yeah, she's never seen me do <laughs> heroin. You know how everybody always sees you me know, do heroin like, eh, all the fuck, time. You know, I was like, dude. And she's never seen me snort cocaine <laughs> off a stripper's boobie. Oh, I'm dude, like, I gotta do the, it again. I gotta do it again. Are you gotta do it again? Yeah. Sorry. Stripping cocaine, uh, uh, snorting cocaine off a stripper's boobie. Ah, uh, by the way. Is uh, the best way to start the morning. It's the uh, the best thing about waking up 
is snorting cocaine off in your cup size or whatever. Worst joke. Worst joke I've ever said. That being said, subscribe. If you're still watching this, by the way, uh, write the word boobies in the comment section. If you're still watching this, write the word boobies with an I-E-S, B-O-O-B-I-E-S in the comment section. And uh, it will let us know that you watched the entire episode. Brian, I'm telling the people to write the word boobies in the comment section. Okay. If they have came, if they've listened to this point. Gotcha. Of YouTube. Gotcha. It kind of, the last time I did this with David Spencer, uh, one person commented Taco. So, Lindsay. Uh, if you're out there, thank you so much. Lindsay. I think it was Lindsay. I don't know what Lindsay it was. But I think, I don't know. I suck really bad. I'm really sorry. But uh, uh, also, I want to put out this video of, uh, I want Louis Modic on the show. Yes. Got to get him on here. That'll be a good one. Um, he performed some stand-up. Dude, you got to watch this, dude. It's funny. Hell yeah. Um, he performed stand-up at the Route 6 Pub in Vermilion uh, about four years ago. His brother was recording. Tony. Uh, this guy, I the first time I met him, I'm like, this. he's not even like, like right in the head, I don't think. <laughs> but then again, he probably thought that about me, too. Right, so. right, right. Um, but, uh, I love Lou. Anytime I've ever been around the dude, it's been a fucking great time. Dude, this guy, he's both of those guys, Tony and Lou both. Yeah. Great, Tony. Great dude. Man. <laughs> Tony great. Crack me out, dude. Have you seen the Tony episode? Probably, I did. You, I did. You yes, watched I did. it with yep. Graham. With Graham. Yeah. Yep. It, it was pretty good. I mean, yeah. as far as just keeping the ball rolling, he had a good job. He no, did absolutely. a good job. I, I love both of those dudes. Uh, um, even dating back to their, uh, their, uh, minor league wrestling shit that they did. I always I forgot they did that. Listen, yeah. man, I always had such a fucking huge respect for them to be able to do that shit because they owned it. Well, when like, they did it, they owned it. They were like, right? like he was the villain or whatever the case may right. be. And when you're doing that shit and you're really in anybody who's like into something and they're really doing it, yeah. I can support that. I can get behind that, man. I, I love the fuck out of that. Uh, he, Louis Modic got me into stand-up. Right, that's right. Kind of like gave me that confidence. You should do this. Yeah, or, well, he didn't say you should do it. I think just seeing him do it. Was more like a, uh, like a, like I a green light that. to do that. Yeah, I want right. to try that. And, uh, and uh, watching more comedy and like watching Kill Tony uh, with Tony Hinchcliffe. Uh, really. The, Youngstown, baby. Which is crazy. It's something nobody's ever been given. Like, the world hasn't seen what it takes to write a joke. And Tony Hinchcliffe is exposing it to the world. Right. Which is a good thing. It's like being like the magician, uh, revealing a magician's tricks right. on what it takes to write a joke. I can and appreciate the shit out of that. I love it because it creates better jokes. Yes. In the long run, it'll yep. create better magicians and musicians or yeah. and joke writers yep. or whatever. Yeah. And... 
uh, to be more innovative. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, so Tony Hinchcliffe, he's on. Eventually, he's going. I think he might not make. Uh, Tony Hinchcliffe might not make it to like a Rushmore status, but. Wow. He's good, man. He's wow. really, really, I'm just good. saying as far as like what he's doing for upcoming artists and like comic writers mm-hmm. and uh, it, it, it's amazing. And, um, and I've written, I've shrinking down. A lot of people have so much clutter and fat to their joke and it's like, they're that, that don't need to be there. Just right. cut it off and just have get it to the fucking, get to the point. Here's the don't setup. Don't bore us, get to the yeah, chorus. Don't bore us, get to the chorus, you know? Like a lot of people, uh, when it comes to writing jokes, man, you just got to have a punch. It's got to set it up and punch them. Yep. Right in the face. Right in the fucking face. But here's Louis Modic at the Route Six Pub uh, doing some stand up. I want to show you guys. We we could laugh along with this. Yeah. Here we go. This is funny. Thank you for your uh, outstanding round of applause, everybody. Um, uh, my name is uh, Lou Modic. I am the number one rated comedian in all of Vermilion, Ohio. And that is a fact. So you guys are in for a treat. Um, not really in a good mood today. And uh, I'll tell you why. I... I thought I met somebody really special to me, someone that I could trust, and it turned out I was a victim of a catfish profile on the internet. And it gets even worse. After I found out I was a victim of a catfish profile on the internet, some jerk by the name of Chris Hansen came out and gave me a And then I was tasered by a police officer. Hello? I'm the victim here. <sighs> Some things about me. I am a ambidextrous. I use my right arm for writing and my left arm for throwing like a gay man. I also like to. That was a good one. That's good. Hi, and um, here's one of those jokes. You think the person that invented the term blowjob was doing it all wrong? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I got a little spit on there. (laughs) Dude, he's killing it. The subtle details. Do you think the old lady that lived in a shoe was a whore? There once was an old lady who lived in a shoe who had so many children she didn't know what to do. How about close your damn legs, bitch? <laughs> Why you have all the damn kids living in a fucking shoe for Christ's sake? <laughs> I hope somebody calls child welfare on her. It doesn't say, but I'm pretty sure she's Latino too. Doctors <laughs> are. <laughs> 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 uh, recently diagnosed me with having bipolar disorder. But if you ask me, it's none of your fucking business. <laughs> um, I know there are worse things than having bipolar disorder. Um, recently, I hooked up with a girl and she had Tourette's. But I didn't realize she had Tourette's. 
I just thought the sex was really good. Because we were going at it, and she's like, fuck, fuck. And I was like, yeah, that's what we're doing. <laughs> and then she's like, dick, dick. I'm like, I got plenty of that. <laughs> and then she was like, piss, piss. So I got up and I peed on her. And that's when I realized she had Tourette's. Because she was not into that at all. Um, in case uh, any of you bartenders in yellow, I mean, uh, in case many of you people are wondering, I am still single. Um, I'm making uh, progress. Recently, I signed up for a dating site. But uh, it turned out to be a total waste of money and my time and you might have heard of it. It was uh, called blackpeoplemeet.com. <laughs> I didn't meet a single black woman. Uh, it was horrible. The, the last date I was on, I, I totally blew it. And I, I, I heard people give me advice. You go on a date with a girl, just relax and be yourself. But And I did that. But looking back on it, I think doing the Heisman Trophy pose while I farted, it was probably a bad idea. <laughs> um, I, I used to want to be a badass, uh, as you can tell. If you don't know me by now. Oh, he's getting heckled now. As you can crazy. tell, I am not because I was very terrified just now. <laughs> I used to want to be a badass. Dude, that, that lady is like the the... Like stereotypical, the epitome like, of, uh, of rural American <laughs> yeah, drunk people. Yeah. Yep. Jeez. Oh yeah. If you don't know me by now, she's singing a good song. Oh yeah, great song. Great song. Great song. I don't know what she wanted from him, but <laughs> I don't know what the hell. <laughs> what was going through her mind? I wish he would have handed her the fucking mic. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> But I didn't get out of the house so much. So eventually my mom pressed charges against me. Thanksgiving's real awkward. Um, and on this, this uh, uh, true story really happened to me. Not too long ago, I went out on a date with this girl. And uh, we were having Starbucks coffee. Everything's going good. And uh, about 45 minutes into the date, without pause or hesitation... I'm saying something like, yeah, I was thinking about going back to school, but I really like my job. And she says, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, my boyfriend's the same way. And that really uh, struck me as odd because uh, until that moment, there's two things I didn't realize. One, I didn't realize she had a boyfriend. And two... I didn't realize this bitch was fucking retarded. <laughs> Why the hell would I ask you out for coffee if you had a boyfriend? You think I'm interested in your friendship? Hell no. I have plenty of friends, and I hate them all. <laughs> so uh, apparently, I don't even know what I'm doing when I ask a girl out, and so I'm, I'm, I need some practice. Not from you. Um, I'm gonna practice asking a girl out. I want you to help me. Okay, we're gonna. I'm, I'm looking for something that's really subtle, not in your face. What's your name? Okay, I hope you're not easily offended. I mean, I, I mean, it doesn't matter if you are. I'm, I'm not, well, we're gonna do real subtle show. 
pick up line and it gets my point across. We're going to pretend you're at a bar and you're having a good time with your family. And I am going to approach you with a pickup line. Real subtle. Real subtle. Oh, excuse me, ma'am. Did somebody order some dick? <laughs> what the? Heck? Somebody order some dick? I did dick. say I was making a kid this profile. Why did you say that to begin with? I wanted to see how far you would get. Alright, well, now I feel horrible, which is. This is my time. I am going to leave before I get arrested. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Good old Louie, man. Oh, I love, yeah. love those Mo Dicks. Oh, yeah, dude. I got to have him on the show. I was like, I wanted him on to like do some jokes, but at the same time, that's not what he's about or any comic. It's like you don't want to, you want to be in front right. of a crowd. You know? Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, so I just want him on to talk, dude. The only I, guy that I know that, well, I'm sure there's plenty, but. As far as mainstream comics that I know that can just be on a show and be super funny like that is Theo Vaughn. Yeah, Theo that, Vaughn's shit. That dude's just a, a off the cuff saying whatever the fuck comes into his mind at the time type of guy, you know. Yeah, a lot of people don't know if what he's saying is real or not. Right. That's the greatest part of it. Yeah. Like you don't know. He's he always claims that uh, these things have happened with friends of his. Back in the day, or something, you know, right. <laughs> like my my one buddy, you know, the uh, this is going to be edited out. All right. If you don't know me by now, you will never, never ever, ever know me. I had to get this in. It's good. Yeah, it's not much. That'll set off the yeah. butte, man. <laughs> it's been a great time, man. Oh, yeah. Fucking love this shit. Oh, yeah. I like it, just- It's funny how... Uh, it it uh, reminds me of doing the cast from back in the day. Like yeah. it, you forget about how it uh, the di- like how it makes you feel almost. There's yeah. like a uh, you start to get into the entertainer in yeah, yourself or yeah. something. You know. Yeah, I uh, yeah, like I said earlier, I uh, talk differently when the camera's on me. It feels right. I feel yeah, like yeah. well, not all the time. Don't get me wrong. No, it's no, like no. A, it's like. Uh, I'll, I'll look at you. I talk and then, differently when the booze is in me too. Exactly. <laughs> I'll look at you and I'll look at the camera and I'm like, oh yeah, shit. Red blinking light. Mm. Oh, shit. <laughs> but uh, like when it's just audio, it's, it seems like I could just hang my gut out. Right. Blech. Right. Sit here nude. But yeah, guys. Uh, yeah, like I said, if you are still listening, write the word boobies. Boobies. I guess it's too late now. Like. If you were in an hour in, Boob that's fine. Eats. Actually, if you're now, if you're in still, if you're still listening, you have to write boobies and then comment underneath it. Um, P 
penises. That sucks. That's not a good one. Yeah. Let's do. It's got to be uh, do. Uh, Trump blood. Trump blood. Yes. If you're still listening to it now, under boobies, comment. Try to comment as fast as you can because you know there's going to be so many. So many people. I mean, this is fucking. You know. Comment Trump. Try to get blood. there as quick as you can. You know. Trump blood. You know it's the white bread blood. <laughs> <laughs> the white bread blood right there. Orange blood. What one thing that's interesting that I've uh, actually came to understand, know, or 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 just even question, it's uh, the concept of whether or not Muslims are a race or not, and uh, it's not. I look, uh, Muslims are a practice of a religion, or somebody that believes in Islam and and, uh, and worships Islam, they're Muslim. So. You could be a Muslim. I could be a Muslim mm-hmm. at any moment. Once I right. once I study, once convert to the faith, convert to the faith of the Quran, I will be a Muslim. Right. Uh, and uh, with the thing about a Muslim ban in in certain areas, Pakistan and uh, whatever, whatnot. Um, with the Muslim ban, ban, they're claiming those people that support it are racists. Mm. And uh, it's weird to me. I never understood it until people I... People could have different reasoning for it. Yeah, I just think what people... Like, I, like definitions of terms are changed for different people. They think racism is actually a different definition to some people. Uh, what re- really yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, 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 I go by the Oxford, you know, or the Webster's right. dictionary of what racism is. So... Culture is actually changing definitions of words, so you're going to have to update things. Then, right? You need to update at Oxford. So, if somebody studies Oxford and they believe that's the definition, or Webster's, are they that now they're considered conservative? If you came from another country and you were just fucking learning all at some point, you know how things progress, right? So they want progression, right? So how do you? When somebody's been studying something for so long, do you expect them to change their complete terminology for th- what things are? You can't. It, you know what right. I'm saying? Right, right. It, it would like be really hard to do that. It would be hard to um, change your term, your definitions. I would of- also like to allow myself to define what I am being racist about or not. Exactly. Yeah, something like uh, that. I, because the. Anything could be taken out of taken out of context, and I could seem like a racist, I guess, about things that I've said. I don't believe in my heart that I am. Right. So, what? Where are we drawing yeah. the fucking yeah. line like, here? Are, where are we drawing the else, line? Because I know that I'm. I know that now I would somebody never, else is telling you how you feel. Right. You know, at that point. Right. I know that I would never uh, uh, rightfully be what I consider racist. I would never f- fucking uh, uh, give somebody uh, a benefit of the doubt because they were white or not give them the benefit of the doubt because they were black or whatever the case may be. I yeah. don't feel like I'm that guy. Yeah, I wouldn't cast in my that heart, judgment. In yeah. my heart. Like, you know, be hard. Like I'm the only one that knows what's going on in I here. I would have to hear what they say out of their mouth before I could even tell who they are. Cause you could wear, I, would he- I would have to hear something, and then I also would have to... 
This is what kills me about the fucking uh, cancel culture shit. Well, also, what I gotta give props to Post Malone for giving people with facial tattoos easy to, easier to talk to. There we oh, go. Oh yeah, yeah. There's one. I, I, I guess I could. <laughs> right. I guess I could. Yeah, yeah. So all the all all I'm saying to all the black people out there, uh, uh, I, I'm way more afraid. I was way more afraid of pe- of white dudes with facial tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I don't. Uh, I'm saying there's different brands of white too. It's like uh, that's why the identity politic thing that I was talking about. It's kind of uh, or just running things off of identity like that. It really does suck because your individualism is gone and you're now just that guy with. Facial tattoos. You know? I would also have to say that in my life, just the 37 years that I've lived, there have been way more times that I was afraid of white people than black people. Oh, yeah. 100%. Way, 100%. There, well, there's so many white people. Man. So many. I yeah. guess so. I guess so. So yeah, the, Well, yeah. I guess European, any kind of European right. descent. I would even, say growing up in the area that I have that is predominantly white. Yeah. Um, I would get the opportunity to be more afraid of white people, I guess. But but at the same time, uh, I've always... Let's I, just say you're watching only world star hip-hop, and that's the only culture you get out of black people. Right. You're doing it wrong. Right, absolutely. That's, 100%. Uh, get out of your house. Yeah, get out of your fucking house and <laughs> go meet some fucking, people. <laughs> go walk around, man. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. I heard Method Man talking about that too, World Star, and he was saying the stuff that he does. World for Star, com- if I was a black person, World Star would piss me off. Yeah, well, he, well, that well, piss, it pissed Method Man off. He was saying, um, you know, the things that he does for his community and like what World Star promotes mostly, you know, a lot of violence too. They'll glorify fights in the streets, right? Mm-hmm. Which is fun. I mean, it's when you're there, and I understand the hype. Dude, it's funny. It's great because you know nobody's gonna die, but do you? There's no right, ref. Right. There's like, no ref. Right. There's no nothing. Yeah. It's not a controlled environment. It's not a controlled environment at all. So you can't. Anything can happen, and that's dangerous. And it's it's not good to promote. It's not. But it's the world we live in. It gets promoted. I'm not gonna say ban it or shut it down. I'm just saying raise your kids right and do something right in your community. You met the man was talking about that kind of. It, 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 it's. It's not covering what what he's about, you know. One of the originators of the hip hop genre, you know what I mean? Like right. one of the guys right. that like fucking Wu Tang, baby. Wu Tang, woo! Into the W. There's what? so many members, I can't even name them all. I don't even, you know. Dude. But uh, they're a crew. They mm-hmm. they are a crew. And I actually watched this cool documentary about a well, not a documentary. It was a confession about. Well, not a confession. It was a uh, just a well, I guess a critical piece on music. It's just a critic mm-hmm. saying Beastie Boys is the best group of all time, and it can't, you can't call Wu Tang a group. It, they were a crew because they rapped independently from oh, each other. Oh, right, I got gotcha. you. Beastie okay. Boys stuck together as they were a, a band. group. A, right? Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. like, They couldn't. They it was the Wu Tang uh, crew. Yeah, yeah I can Wu-Tang get that crew. for sure. 100%. Well, they, well, Beastie Boys couldn't do it without. Uh, each other, like you right. can't have just ad rock. You couldn't just, yeah, yeah. Because then yep, there'd yep, just yep. be all. Oh, that's. I mean, mm-hmm. they had ad rock with you know ad rock, you know ad rock sang a lot of songs and sabotage and right. Who was the lead singer of like a punk band? Right. But that's what he was. That was that's what they started out as. So 
it was normal for them for Ad Rock to do just a song with them. Right. But they were all still playing the instruments right. and stuff. Right. Uh, but other than that, they specialized in you don't you didn't have to do it again, like overlay your own vocals. Right. Because you could just do your part, mm-hmm. and then they all you got. It's definitely like choreographed for mm-hmm. sure. But that art form too in hip hop is amazing. You know when you can choreograph and still be on time and be that real with it. Yeah. And it's a. Uh, it's an art form, and it's a band. It's a group, you know. Right. So I could, I could, that's, I agreed with everything he was saying. I'm yeah, like, I'd say that. It's like Beastie Boys. It's like got to be like. I mean, I mean, it's just so complicated when you try to do it yourself. It's like, damn, well, shit, <laughs> I can't do this. And you know, I was never too, like creaming in my fucking jeans about any of Bone Thug's uh, individual shit. Oh, right. Yep. Bone um, is another one. I'm not saying that Crazy and Busy's shit on their own wasn't good or that I didn't listen to it because I did. But it wasn't East 1999, baby. Bone Thugs and Harmony from Man. Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, they know. They know. Cleveland's got trapped. Has has had trap houses, dude, <laughs> forever. <laughs> it doesn't For matter. A long, that, long it time. doesn't matter. We're in the north on the fucking water. It doesn't matter. Oh no, we just stay out of East Cleveland. That's okay. what we do. Yeah, <laughs> we stay out of East Cleveland. We know what the fuck goes on. Yeah, I ain't I ain't part of their community. They don't nope. give a fuck about me. Nope. But you know what? And they shouldn't. And they shouldn't. Whatever. They should give you a fuck about you. what's going on in their fucking shit. Like we know how to drive around it. <laughs> right. <Yep. laughs> know exactly what road not to take. Yeah. Unless he's some titty sucking rookie. Give your balls a tug, Ted fucker. <laughs> hey, have you ever seen Letter Kenny? Oh uh, yeah, I have. Have you? I, I, I have a uh, I got it's hard. I, I don't. Uh, I didn't like dive into it. Right. But, uh, the first thing I saw was a hilarious. I posted a gift thing okay. where it was a, no, a short video about them talking about the meat and how to cook a steak. Mm-hmm. And it, everybody had it's like that's overhandling. Right. Uh, two grill marks on the thing. <laughs> right. Flip it twice, and the other guy's like, "Oh, you can flip it many times." And it has has its own like. Right. That's that that whole fucking show's premise is just them riffing on one yeah, thing riffing. for a really yeah. long time, yeah. and then they go on to a next thing. But I, I'll tell you what, man, uh, I've watched everything they have. Uh, Letter Kenny. Did I didn't I wasn't bought into it at first. Like, I was watching the first season, highly entertained, but I wasn't like. Laughing constantly, but the more you buy into the lingo, I, I I think it's really the uh the slang you have to understand. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that takes a good season to like. Oh, okay, you, you call you say you're you're ten ply, bud. <laughs> that means you're as soft as ten ply toilet paper. <laughs> but you have to watch the shit to under to know that, right? You know? And once you buy into the character and the and the humor in it, it's uh, the later seasons are tenfold better than the earlier ones. But uh, it's funny as fuck, dude. They yeah. have they have an Amish guy 
His last name's Dick. Super Canadian is fuck. Oh, it's and they, super Canadian. And they bring it. It's like super that. Ontario Canadian specifically. It's not Quebec Canadian. I don't Canadian. know. Any, I don't know what, any of that. what I'm saying is there are Quebec, very there are Quebec elements in it where they're speaking Canadian French. ignorant. Very Canadian. So you know that you know the Canadian oh, there's provinces French, or whatever. Yeah, there's French Canadian. There's Quebec, there's oh, Ontario. Yeah. Uh, Quebec is mainly French Canadian. You probably speak at least a little bit of French if you live there. I think they actually look down upon it if you don't. Or, you know, (laughs) some people in your family know it. Mm -hmm. It's like you have to learn it. You know enough to get around. You know enough to work in a kitchen. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking, seriously, they fucking, uh, they're Ontario Canadian, which is like super, kind of like us, rural fucking fields, sawmills, shit like that. Yeah. Uh, rubber factories, right? Well, oh, never mind. I don't know. Maybe a little later. It, it's more so hick. Oh, hick! Shirt tucking, fucking hicks. Oh yeah, coal too. <laughs> coal. Well, if you were in Southern Ohio, if there wasn't a coal thing, you could travel. You could on to or well, 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 Canada. Who knows? Carpool, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I heard some crazy cool like coal mining stories. I uh, work with a guy, my boss. He uh, come, he comes from straight from uh, the Czech Republic. He's like a first or second generation from Czech or something like that. And uh, he came from that coal mining family from uh, Pennsylvania. Okay. And uh, the way what his grandfather had to do. To, uh, there was a time where if you owned a car, you got taxed differently on your job and things like that. Dude, it's always been like the man taking you down, dude. <laughs> dude man will get you. Crazy man, dude. Organized fucking crime is no different. Yeah, it's not, dude. The like he had to hide the fact that he had a car, to, and he would hide his car. The things that you had to do in the day too, with like the, who knows what AAA was like back then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, oh, shit! Ain't nobody. Your horse died. Here's yeah. another one. Yeah. <laughs> well, this was also uh, cars were there. Like the Model T's I been know, around I, for I, a long I, time, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, man. And there's gonna be people that look at this like uh, 75 years, 100 year, 50 years, 175 years from now. Then it's gonna be, you know, wow. They didn't. Oh, it was the wild west of the internet. Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> Their tires went flat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. We are uh, the lasting generation of being alive while Chuck Berry was still around, while uh, all these greats we that got we've seen it, die. We, we got it good in our our. Little, we are the last remainers. I'm saying everybody in the 80s. As like, like we, eight, we yeah. got the, we had the, uh, the, Without the internet and then the internet boom, I think we really are on like the. Uh, I I can't wait until <laughs> all the old people die and we're fucking in charge. That's what I'll say. Oh, our yeah. generation, because well, yeah, yeah, our generation. We had yeah. we had the perfect balance of understanding what it took to be a person without yeah. social media or I think we'd be more accepting of pretending to be something on the internet more or something. respecting of communities uh and, and that's what I say like federal government kind of ruins that sense of community as a whole 
in, in America because we now people are mad at each other from across the country, and you're like, right. <laughs> I don't fucking know you. No, man. I don't even fucking know you. Man. I don't know even what you. I don't know your uncle. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> like, dude. So it's like, why, why have such a stronghold on that kind of like federal government? You know, why don't you know? It, it's insane. Like it needs to be focused on accordingly because there's a, there might be a moment where it gets communist and it's like really they want to get rid of that. And if there's an area that wants to do that, I'm not. I don't live there. But it's not, I don't want it to happen in mine, you right. know? So do what you want to do. and, and I'm just Do what's saying, good for you, man. Do what's good for you, man. But if you're asking for people for help in the long run and to supply this source for you that you claim you want, we can't do nothing. I just don't think we should have anything to do with that then. I mean, we could give aid in a certain extent, but that's what we do. That's what American capitalism is constantly doing, giving aid right. to everybody else. Because we have to, like other countries, you know. Right. And uh, I don't know. I don't really know anything about politics, guys. I, I go on these rambles, and I apologize. That's all right. What the fuck do we know? That's I what know. I always That's say. That's pretty much what do we... The Anytime more, I'm asked my opinion, I give my opinion, and then I go, but what the fuck do I know? Well, the, <laughs> the, the road constantly forks. The road just forks. Constantly, like the further you go, it's gonna fork again, and you're gonna make it have to make a fucking decision. <laughs> it's like, well, it, where am I going here? Well, uh, well, how right. far do you want to walk? Looking, that's why I'm like, they say ignorance is bliss, and I don't call it if you're, I guess, if you're willingly not, you could always learn more, and that's the thing. And I don't want to stop learning, but at some point, your values they stop you from progressing even more, so it's like. People judge people on today's standards of the people in the past, and you can't do that because culture and what was right or wrong has changed. You know. Yeah. So it's like, like yeah, owning slaves is bad. Nobody's doing that, but you're saying every slave owner was a bad person. Right. That's different. You can't judge them by today's standards. There had to at least be one listen, slavery, person who owned I'm, slaves yeah. that was like, this is wrong. Yeah, exactly. There had that's to be what one. it was. Absolutely. There's at many, least. many. That's why the Civil War happened. Well, that's what and I'm it saying. Was like, there had, so, yeah. That's but yeah. because they're human beings. We we know that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I say we in a... Yeah, and they probably, I, that I hate same person that. may have owned slaves for a very long period of time. Yeah, and I don't want to say time, we. I don't want to say when I get caught up in that standard thing because, uh, and and I said we and you're throwing they. yourself in a box. Man. We and they. I said we and they. Don't. That's something I'm trying to change. Is saying we and they. That's like, no. I could have very well been born in the in the conscious mind of humanity. I could have been anybody, a different race, different time. I could have been born at any given moment of what a conscious person is. I was born. A white boy from northern Ohio. And I didn't choose to be. I didn't choose to be. I had, uh, I'm had. i not saying that white privilege isn't a thing. I'm sure there is plenty. Uh, I'm may, sure there's plenty of There it. may be times in my life where I was well. I was accepted I would say because the, of it. What's the definition of privilege? But I didn't privilege? know it. I what, didn't know it. Is privilege is granted, something that is granted, right? Well, I cover it right now. I'm gonna, we did this at work earlier. I think one time my boss actually looked it up. Privilege definition by the 
Google def- definition privilege, a special, a special right, right, advantage, or immunity granted or available only to a particular person or group. And uh, that means it's given. So that means there's an entity above you granting that to you. Mm-hmm. Um, do I believe, and usually that's the government. That's what, that's the ultimate granted thing. Right, right. The government is granting privileges. I don't believe that at all. I would assume that it is individualized too. I mean, like. I would say uh, in a community. In a community. In a community, uh, yeah. I probably got a job as a dishwasher more so. I'm saying federally, no, I don't think that. Like I don't think that it's a federal thing that is a federal. Privilege. No, I think it's an in- individual yeah, thing for sure. Yeah, federally, mm-hmm. I'm saying in a in a community, and I would say in my, there's multiple communities that are, and it's proven in the market, and that's why it's illegal to discriminate on race in the in the homing in the housing market. Right, illegal can't do it, and uh, but it's like how do you how do you even judge that? How right. how are you gonna did you not want to rent to that person for that? You know, right? It's in, but it is against the law, though. It is if they find out. It's also their thing that they have to deal with, and I don't have to give a fuck about. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's uh, man, holy shit! That <laughs> happened. Whoa, that's wild. But I don't have to give a fuck about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it sucks. Uh, I wish that wasn't happening. Uh, I don't know what else I could say about it. <laughs> yeah, I wish I, wa- I wish it wasn't. Yeah. You know, it's it sucks. Really, really bad. But you know what? I don't have anything to do with that. No, me I'm, personally, I don't. Personally, fucking... on a personal level. And don't. if I was ever a position of power or anything like that, I would never use race as anything of a guideline about anything. If I had the opportunity to hire somebody for something, I'll tell you what, I'm hiring the person I believe in that I that can do yep. the job. It has nothing yeah. to do with their race. It don't. I was raised in a very. I've met many of black people. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was raised Arab in a very. People. That's what I'm saying. I my heroes were all well. That you know, are my way more intelligent and capable than I am. Yeah, you well, know what I'm saying. Yeah, I. Uh, well, I was raised in a church that was uh, the community was uh, real diverse, all different types. We had a Japanese. My. My buddy's uh, best man in his wedding, his his grandmother's full-blooded Japanese, and she right. was part of the church. And I was, uh, um, you know, the church is in Lorraine, Tower Baptist Boulevard, mm-hmm. Tower Baptist on Tower Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many different areas from that community in that part of the, the city of Lorraine. Uh, they um, really came together, everybody, and... Uh, at a very young age, it was so like normal to be around anybody that I'm the type of dude that would say a black joke in front of a black dude. And mm-hmm. like it, it, it was because I don't look at, you know, everybody's everybody at that point at a very young age. And I, and I think I'm fortunate. Is that a privilege? Nobody granted that to me. Right. You know what I mean? Nobody granted. That I don't, I mean, you could say God privileged me. Maybe you could say that, but. If white privilege exists, it, you don't get it until you're older. Yeah. Like, you, you can't think of back in the day you told a black joke around black people when you were a kid and expect to be 
held accountable. Uh, or uh, the only reason you got away with that was because you were white. No, you got away with it because you were fucking a kid. <laughs> you were a kid. Yeah, you were a child. And uh, uh, I don't know. You know, the one thing that I've noticed lately, too, is I feel Also, like, I got to pee real quick. Too. Oh, yeah, yeah. The one thing that uh, I've noticed lately is uh, <laughs> people lying about how, oh, I was, uh, no, I completely understand that. I was raised in the hood. White people especially. Um, when you dig deep and you really realize where these people grew up, it was not the hood. Now, I'm going to say, there's plenty of white people that did. But you got to fucking, you got to stop with the shit. Stop saying you came from the hood when you think it's going to make you uh, closer to the situation you're talking about or whatever. You just look stupid. I, I won't even, I won't bring up any names. I'm just saying. Ooh, it's cold I, as fuck out there, Dan. Heard, heard a person Ooh. at the bar going on and on about how they... Oh, I I completely understand that. I grew up in the hood. I was in Lorraine. I grew up in the hood in Lorraine. Lorraine. I, I I have no. You know the hard knocks of Lorraine County. Well, I recently talked to somebody who said, "I know exactly where that person grew up, and they grew up behind me in Lorraine, and it was not the hood." Yeah. <laughs> it we it was like extra white bread, suburban. Fucking, it might as well have been Vermilion. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, Lorraine's big. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we were in the we were in the uh, the pits, the armpits, growing up. I'm like, why did you guys rent there, dude? <laughs> it was cheap. It's same thing. I fucking here, I, listen. I had the opportunity. Uh, my grandparents were great. That was the thing. So like, my grandparents uh, watched us a lot. Uh, my grandfather worked at Ford Motor Company. Not well off, but able to get the job done. Able to take care of his grandkids, even. And uh, my mother being a really young mother, uh, rebellious, put us in some situations where we had to suffer like a motherfucker and I've been on the fucking I I've spent a Christmas in a car like I for real lived in the hood yeah <laughs> like not a not acted like I didn't my brothers grew up in on fucking Levitt Homes on 58 man yeah we fucking we know what shit's really about and uh the struggle when I hear people <laughs> Lying about that shit, it just drives me nuts. It's like, yeah. you really have no idea. You had it so fucking good, you have no idea. Dude, we had a new... I think that's probably why like some we got some shit from some people on East 31st Street. We were the first people to move into this brand new built home to be rented out. And we were white. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why. Right. No, I don't know. That's no, why no, you no. got it. No, I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't really know. There's Our neighbors were black and they were awesome. And... Uh, they kind of like, uh, 
just it, it, when we weren't looking, they were looking, and when when you know when they weren't looking, we were looking for out for each other, which was cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, yeah, my dad was a really good person with everybody around us, and uh, uh, he <clears throat> created a sense of uh, security with us and with the surroundings, like making friends and like uh he was good at um there was a 16 year old afro dude fucking i say afro fucking you know bouncing up and down when he walked 16 years old you know sagging his pants fucking thugging the fuck out right and we're like 10 11 12 year old (laughs) dumbasses right Fat, chubby, white kids. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. I'm just saying that's how I feel. I'm just right. like, I'm so like, hey, I have candy. Yeah. Tee hee. <laughs> candy. Yep. A big bowl of it. Oh my God, what is this? Does anybody want to play four square? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. My belly, I'm an any. You're an Audi, I'm an any. I got a any belly button. Anyway, um, uh, uh, he stole my brother's bike, and we, my dad ended up calling like the sheriff or whatever, and uh, or the cop, cops. I don't know. <laughs> Is it a sheriff in the rain? I don't know. <laughs> Tell you how long I've been in Vermillion now, but uh, I don't know. I don't know a cop, an authority, and uh, ended up cruising by and seeing a uh that dude that was like hustling just like making noise in front of her house with a like banging on the sidewalk and just hanging out and just like claiming land or something i don't know <laughs> but uh uh my dad was just like what the fuck claiming land <laughs> Yeah, you're. We're, Sorry, <laughs> I, I had a whole visual in my head there for a second. But uh, 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 my dad ended up having to like cock a not, uh, it was a forty-five Glock Damn. in front of the window, <laughs> just, <laughs> just to get him to to leave because he was like targeting us. It was like. Because uh, we're the only, like, you have to understand the layout of the roads and everything. We're on the corner. So it was, like, pretty the, weird. The block was hot. Was, yeah, it was super weird. And on the uh, reverse corner of us, it always seemed like there was drug, like a ice cream truck type thing would happen all the time. And it wasn't, they weren't selling ice cream. <laughs> So it's like, I don't know. I remember I only, so me and my brothers have the same father, different mothers. So I only got to visit my brothers every other weekend. And this is uh, tying into ice cream men in general. Oh, it's still going. Uh, I want to give props to whoever this ice cream man was. Because I don't know him. I don't remember his name. I was young and my brothers were even younger. Right, and one day, because I mean they lived in Lorraine, they were poor, they were doing their deal. They went out to the ice cream man with 
popsicle sticks from the last time they got ice cream from him, and he gave them ice cream. For and he took the popsicle sticks back, and I'm assuming now that I'm older and know what's going on, that he just paid for the fucking ice cream out of his pocket. Yeah, of course. Right, and did that. So I come over for my every two week visit, and uh, my brothers and my sister are saying. This ice cream man accepts popsicle sticks. If you give him popsicle sticks, he'll give you ice cream. And I'm like, what? Really? No way. Let's just collect as many as we can. So we go out to this fucking ice cream right. truck where he comes around. We've got a bundle, dude. I mean, we've got a fucking... <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> we've got a fucking full-on log of fucking popsicle sticks to give this dude. <laughs> and... uh Bless this ice cream man's heart. He took every single one of those popsicle sticks and gave us all ice cream that day. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And we kept doing it for a while, and he would just keep on doing it. And uh, God bless him, because I know he was paying for that shit out of his pot. Or maybe he wasn't. Maybe he was just like, fuck it. They'll deal with it. I don't even need this job. <laughs> I'm a fucking ice cream man who gives a fuck. Oh, but, uh, yeah. Word to that ice cream. Man. Yeah, word. Ice cream man, this one's for you. Yeah. Man, uh, so many stories I could talk about, or like where people, the least expected type of good person you see, uh, like in the least known opportunity, you would see a good, decent person and just, uh, yeah, many stories I could talk about. Uh, there was one that was a kind of creepy story the entire time, but the entire time, and I knew it validated because somebody I was friends with, I can't remember any names, but regardless, said that was my dad, and it was a guy that helped us helped me get a tire put on my car or uh, change my tire, helped me fix my flat, somehow got me back on the road but it spent there was a lot of time spent in the back of his van just waiting figuring it out and i'm like what am i doing <laughs> am i really letting somebody just do this is this happening oh while they were yeah so i'm like ah. so this is happening i'm in the back of somebody's van i i could be just kidnapped right now what am i doing <laughs> i was like young i was like 17 or something, but I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I'll let him fix. My-. And everything was fine, and he helped me out. And then it turned out to be a friend of mine's dad. That yeah, he, he just does that. He helps people out, and he's just like he's a, just one of those guys. One of those guys. He just goes around, and, and I'm like, damn, Good for that's them. fucking awesome. I know, man. And you have to have faith in people, yeah, you know? And you it do. sucks because when you have the me- media and stuff that you watch, the, the tra- like it's hitchhiking It's easy to be sucks. cynical, man. Yeah. It's easy as hitchhiking fuck. Hitchhiking sucks nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, now you got Uber and Lyft. But but even, I'm just saying, like, yeah. Um, uh, people get more, people get afraid more. The older I get, the more afraid I get about things. I, I don't even... I used to jump on trains when they stopped and then be on the top when they started back up <laughs> and then they, they interlock again. <laughs> You're like, oh, shit. 
hold on, yeah. and then jumping off at the last minute before it gets too fast, yeah. dude. I only had one uh, when retarded. I retarded. Uh, shout out to Josh Johnson, Gary Bookshar. Uh, when I lived over here on Adams Street or uh, Jackson Street, hit two hours almost two hours. Yeah, uh, we lived right by the train tracks. I I had a good couple of years of dealing with that. Uh, right, fucking stopped trains, getting in them, seeing what the boxes were going on in there. Trains. Well, it's moving. We got to get out of here. Yeah, same deal. But you you had it right there on the fucking, on the deal by the by the trailer park there. Yeah. It's, it's right, it's right, right in my there. view outside and my window, man. Lot, they stopped a lot. Really crazy. I'm, there are plenty of times I'm coming home when I see those fucking red lights from down the road and I'm like, motherfucker, I can't even get to my house. I have to go all the way fucking up and around, coming yeah. down the deal. We had the first woods, and anybody that's uh, from Harbortown Trailer Park. They know the first woods? They know the first woods. Was the first woods, if you're in the trailer park. They're right by the trailer park. They're Any woods. to the left of the trailer. Like, if, well, if you come in. The only woods. If you woods. come in the community center there and you take a right, are they to the left? Yep, yep. Gotcha. I know those woods. Yeah, it's, my brothers also grew up there before they went to live at homes. Yeah, and they were big when you're a kid. They're pretty big, right? Know. But when you're as an adult, you're what's like, what's the wow. second? Was the second woods over by Don, where Don's house yeah. was? Well, no, no. Uh, second woods is just beyond that cornfield because it, it cuts off, and the track train tracks go on the right. Gotcha. And uh, you have and to they go start again. the tracks. Well, you know, they start again. It's just cornfield, and then they start again. Oh, woods, gotcha. Wood starts again. So you go through a field, and then the second woods happen. Are those woods even there anymore? Or is it yeah, those field? second oh, woods are there. Second the woods first are woods aren't gone. gone. They're, They're gone. Cornfields now, or bean oh, field, or whatever. Yeah, whatever it is. And uh, so they gained some yardage on that field. <laughs> gained a little income. It's really, really hard for me to understand how that's so easily possible and that just happens. Yeah. That's a whole environment that I remember and I'm used to is completely gone. That like the entire woods. Like they had like bike tracks and I remember we built forts and you know it's, it's like the coolest dude and it was so thick for us kids. And they're gone. Right. And we created environments in that. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yep. You know, all the all the the canopy overshadowing the big all the big trees, everything and little like areas. It's like how do you plow that? I mean, that's fine and dandy. It's it's just that's just how easy it is. You know, it's just like right. bam. It's like, damn, that's insane. Well, let's just get this out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> fucking... yeah it's, Hold on uh, one second. Hold on one second. That's why it's like people. That's why I understand people that plant some corn. Yeah, that's why I don't. They like it's like you. You build the houses on graves. You forgot to remove the graves. The poltergeist. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Remove the graves, Caroline. Caroline. Build houses. And a really pissed off dead Indian <laughs> right underneath you. 
Dude, that's Merca, man. Merca. Gonna be haunted by Indians. That's what they all are. Ghosts. <laughs> Indians. <laughs> yep. Pissed off Indians. They dress up as little girls in Victorian outfits. <laughs> yep. Christ. All right. <laughs> but yeah, man, what do you think, man? You I think fun? I want to take a piss, but I want to... Can I do like a little thing at the end about checking out shit? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I just want to piss real quick. Yeah. I have a lot to work with. Yeah, there's a lot of... I'm sure you cut a lot out of whatever. I'll do what I... I'll do something. You know the deal. Jesus Christ. Holy fuck. Yeah, it's fucking cold out there, dude. Fucking cold. Yikes. Hey, papi. (laughs) All right, so you wanted to give some plugs. A little bit of a plug, I guess. A couple plugs here and there. I just want to say, check out Truth Monster, first and foremost. Fucking three albums on Spotify. Newest one just came out in the last year. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. Hope you do too. Uh, Another thing coming up, I am putting a website together currently. It's not ready to go yet, but uh, fiberaudio.com. Going to be a mixing and mastering site. Anybody who needs their music, if you record your own music and uh, you're, I mean, it's pretty much in the hands of the artist anymore. If you record your music, you need it mixed, you need it mastered. I'm your guy. Super low rates because I'm that fucking guy that's just starting up anyways. Hopefully you don't blow me up and then your rates get jacked. Uh, Just (laughs) Jacked. Uh, Fiberaudio.com coming fybraudio.com you can contact me brian at fiberaudio.com uh fiber brian at audio.com as well and uh please if you're an artist and you need your shit mixed mastered to the pristine of uh <laughs> Industry standards. <laughs> uh, give me a call. Give me a voicemail, text message. It's all on there. It's all on the fucking site. Uh, check it out, please, for the love of God. I need to stop doing the job that I do. <laughs> Don't we all? Why is this taking so long to load? What the? We're, Spectrum, what's going on, man? Truth Monster on Instagram at Truth Monster Music. Playing at uh, the Old Prog February 29th. Come up and check it out. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a real good time. Real good time. 
we'll go with uh well shit to play us out anyway thanks for watching guys if you're watching uh, like we said you gotta type boobies with a ies and underneath that you gotta type trump blood trump blood Trump blood, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud, man. Um. Oh yeah, now now it loaded. Jesus. Jesus Christ! For that turn me up. Here we go. Turn me up by Truth Monster, everybody. Enjoy. Sit back, relax, get yourself a drink. Fun box, baby. I suggest anything smoky. the drums on this I originally made a I did a drum machine track of the song because we hadn't really done anything it was just an idea we were just trying to record it you know right and uh, everybody recorded all their parts to the drum machine and then I was like I'll put my drums on it afterwards because I'll have the it'll be mapped out because we didn't know the you know the structure of the song at the time right and uh, played my drums to it. It was played so tight, and my kick drum was lagging, and it made it sound worse. So I just cut everything out, left the fucking drum machine in, and just left my overheads playing over top of it. And that's it. It's actually a drum Ma machine playing the majority of the drum parts. Okay, wow. Yeah. It has my overlaid overhead track with my cymbals and all that shit yeah. and snare and all that shit, but uh, I couldn't. I tried it fucking over and over and over and over and over, and with the drum machine, everything being so tight, my yeah. kick was there was like boop 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 boop. boop but the yeah. snares, your real snare though. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I just cut my kick drum out. I was like, I just can't. It's just not happening. I fucking tried it over and over. Right. But that's the coolest thing about this album. I, I really loved making this album because it was experimental like that. Yeah. It was kind of like, well, let's just serve the purpose of the song. Right. Who gives a shit about the integrity? Or like, who uh, are we worried about integrity? I don't know, because I'm not. Yeah. I don't worry about that shit, man. Especially when I'm recording, like... I don't care how I got there. I just care that it sounds good. Yeah. Absolutely. That was the only song we did that with on the album, but oh god. There's no wrong I'm way to eat that. a Reese's. Right. As shown to you by the guy outside of Peabody's. I looked at the album up close on a YouTube video, and uh, it looks like a bunch of people having sex. What, in the intertwinings? In, in the intertwinings, yeah. Well, it reminds me of uh, 
devil's advocate when that thing starts to, and all the people start like molding together. I, I think I don't know well, the movie like, Devil's uh, Advocate Al Pacino. With Al Pacino oh and, uh, God, why Keanu do I, Reeves. But I don't know. I feel like I, I know I've seen the movie, but I don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, uh, there's a part in the movie yeah. where like some mural thing that's like a sculpted mural with a bunch of bodies start inter and then they intertwine and I don't know. But yeah, it reminds me of that. It was really cool. Like, uh, so I basically made that Truth Monster stamp looking thing um, in the original colors that we did the first album with the red and the black. And the oh, color, yeah. Whatever. Changed it up the, uh, to those other colors and then I just. Negative? Uh, no, it wasn't negative. Uh, purposely chose those colors off of a uh, a random thing that I did that was like just a truth monster and it was in those colors and everybody agreed that wow that color scheme's really cool yeah so I just kind of like selected those colors and did it with that and uh, I put so many different weird filters on it and then it came out like that and I was like whoa that's cool as fuck it was like 15 minutes of just clicking a button right. really and just being like oh well that's cool and uh Nothing, nothing really trying there. I just fucking came out cool randomly, and I did probably fucking seven iterations of it with different filters, and that was the one that was just the coolest. Right. Fuck it. Oh yeah. Dave's bass playing on this fucking song. It's fucking crazy. Oh yeah. Dude's incredible, man. 